The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we set up so many plans and arrangements for how we would like you to come into our lives and into this world, and yet you have your own way. Help us to open our hearts and our ears to your plan and not ours. Amen. When we look at the reading that we have for today, it's very familiar to us. We're starting to really zero in on Christmas here, and all of the words, the phrases are familiar. Some of us maybe hear it in the old RSV or even King James, and we get this language coming. It's kind of a strange Sunday as well, where the psalm comes from Luke, which is a little counterintuitive. The psalm actually follows the reading that we had just now, Mary's great Magnificat. There are a lot of things that I think are obvious in this text, but are the things that we don't associate with Christmas today. The surprise, the wonder, but perhaps most importantly, the unlikeliness of it, and perhaps the wildness of it. There is something that's been rolling around in my head this last week, and I'm not sure if it's from last Sunday's text or this Sunday's text or where it's coming from, but there is a sense that over the centuries we have successfully domesticated Christmas. We've made it safe. We've made it useful. We've brought it into the house. 
We've made it, you know, touchable and not scary. Think of that nice dog that you had in your family growing up that you might sit by the Christmas tree as the, the fire was crackling and the familiar music on the radio. Now picture that scene except you're in a forest next to a tree and it's a wolf. It's kind of a different image. <laughs> We've domesticated this power of God that didn't really ask to come, but came. In the gospel text that we have for today, there is a sense of asking, although if you look closely, Gabriel's really not asking. But he comes to Mary, greets her, says that she has found favor with God, and I love the phrase, where it says that Mary was perplexed as to what this greeting might mean. <laughs> Always when the angel comes, wait a minute, <laughs> what are we in for at this point? She hears the angel out and says, yes. Now let's contrast that story of God coming into the world with the one that we have in the first reading where David wakes up one morning and says, you know, I am so great that I have my own house that I have built and I think I should be the one to build a house for God because I'm so great, if I didn't mention that already. And God says, well, <laughs> not so fast. <laughs> God tells David, let me tell you all the things that I have done for you, this peace that I have brought you, all of this success that I have brought you. And you will not build a house for me, but I will build a house, a dynasty for you. But think about that. David thought he had kind of domesticated God in a fashion, brought God in from the wild. They were now civilized. They had whole houses out of cedar. This was progress. It was safer that way, right? It's nice and warm inside. God could be kind of contained in this sense safely in a way that was predictable because nobody likes a God who makes demands on us that we don't like, right? So we like, we like the God in the box that uh, gives us things, not unlike a genie perhaps, but when God just does God's thing, that, that's nerve-wracking. When we look at the gospel text for today, what we hear is that other story. The recognition that God comes into the world as God wants to do. And we benefit from that. There is this great good news that comes in this season, but there is this strong sense that the divine power and graciousness and goodness that created all things is now loose in the world with us. Well now, what do you mean by loose exactly? And do you mean like in my house or can it be outside? And then we start to get kind of uneasy about what God is doing in the world. Particularly then when we start to hear the great words that Mary sings, 
the mighty are cast down. Well, wait, who are, who are the mighty? Are we talking about just Palo Alto? So that would be like the mayor, not me? Or are we talking about California? Well, then that's sounding more like me. Well, can we get a better definition on mighty? <laughs> Before we can get on board with this. There is this strong sense that what God is doing is something that changes everything. It's a reminder to us that as human beings, we are just that, human beings. We are not God. David kind of forgets that in his piece, but Mary most profoundly understands that in her piece. As we move through these days of preparation, we've kind of domesticated this thing, right? I remember when I would hear from people, shopping is all done. The tree is up. We've got this all figured out. This Christmas thing, it's all locked up. It's all safe. It's all useful to us. It's been domesticated quite well. But I think what we have to understand is that just as God came into the world loose among us, God is coming into the world loose among us. And as we move through these days, it's important that we not look only backwards, but also forward, trusting that this safe warm, domesticated story is, if anything, the exact opposite of that. But an understanding of God coming into the world still in ways that shake everything and reorder all of the world around us. And the question is, are we called as people of God to stay safe in our homes? Or are we called to step out also to participate in that wild power of God that is loose in the world in a way that changes everything around us to bring up those, to use Mary's words, who are lowly. Amen.